Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds. It's Friday, and thank God. So, um, I kind of had a feeling this was going to happen. Yesterday it was announced that those golfers that would be joining the Live Tour for a little bit uh, said, See ya. PGA's like, meh, okay, have fun. Enjoy your paycheck. Are you surprised? No, not at all. I don't think the PGA really had any choice. Now, this is the PGA players portion of it. PGA is all-encompassing with club pros and touring pros. This is the touring pro division. And, and, and rightfully, this is what they had to do. If you did not show some kind of punitive measure to these guys playing on the live tour, they're all going to jump or there's going to be a mass rebellion. When the press went and talked to the guys who did stay with the PGA, and that's the overwhelming majority of them, they said, hey... Right, fine. Hey, these guys don't want to play? Fine, don't let them. That's the key. The, the real question is, will they be allowed to come back in time? If they say, hey, this isn't what we thought it would be, PGA going to relent and say, okay, come on back. In baseball, back in 1947, they did this with the Mexican League. Mm-hmm. Players who jumped there, well, they were allowed to come back and replay in the, in the major leagues again. Whether or not the PGA does that, I, I really don't know. But over and above all that, right now they are suspended. They cannot play in any PGA events. Now, it does not include the U.S. Open. That's that's United States Golf Association. And although the two of them work pretty closely together, USGA makes its own rules, and they said these guys can play next week in Brookline, Massachusetts. But again, how are they going to be received by their brethren? Yeah, well, they yeah, all know at the end of the day they want to get paid, and that's what's going on. I... I don't think they're going to ban them for life. That would be ridiculous. It'd be like if someone played in the NFL a couple of years, went to Canada, Canada, Canada for a while, played up there, and then came back. I mean, you can't fault them for the that. The difference there, though, is the Canadian Football League is recognized by the NFL. Uh, the NFL. That's that. That's they have a working agreement and so forth and so on. But it would be like you going to another station and saying, "Hey, I'm going over here for a while. Can I come back?" Hell no, you can't. <laughs> that's why I'm still here because I know they won't let me back. All right, let's change the subject before anyone gets any ideas. Uh, Ladies softball championships happened last night, and the balls were flying. They were. As a matter of fact, Texas had an early lead in this ball game over Oklahoma. You knew it wasn't going to last. OU is so good, my goodness. They came back. The Sooners won it by a score of 10-5. to This is their national championship game. They take the series two games to none. Oklahoma can play. They have 16 runs in the first game, 10 more in the second game. Finish with a national record. 59 wins, three losses. Man, that is utterly. This is also their second consecutive national championship. These players are really, really, really good. And uh, OU now reigns as the queens of the national salt uh, of the college national softball picture. They're they're very good team. Yeah, really are. Um, all right, let's go back to golf for a second. Uh, you guys see that you got your big old dusty uh, book of facts out. Uh, <laughs> sport had a day in history 45 years ago. Today, what happened? It was 1977 on June the 10th, and the event was the Danny Thomas St. Jude Classic down in Memphis, which is still part of the PGA Tour. Old pro named Al Geiberger was playing in that tournament, and he became the first PGA player ever to shoot under 60. Shot a 59 that day. A 59. It's since been done 11 other times. It's kind of like the four-minute mile, Mike, which was broken before you were born, but... That used to be an emotional barrier. You just can't break it. It's not going to happen. 
And then when it was broken by Roger Bannister, then everybody broke the record. Well, same thing with the uh, beating 60 on the Pro Golf Tour. Once it happened, then a number of others. Not in a great landslide, because that takes some doing. But the fact is that Al Geiberger was the first one, and it was 45 years ago today. Isn't that crazy how the human brain works? Whenever you try to push yourself to a goal and you can't visualize it, you can't see it, but then you see someone else accomplish it, and that's your motivation. Same thing with the seven-foot high jump. That was thought to be almost unattainable, but once it was, everybody. John Thomas was the first one to do it, and everybody cleared that barrier. The same with Babe Ruth and the 714 career home runs. And once Henry Aaron broke that, went to, ended up with 755, then you had others challenge it. Although that record, only three people have ever bettered 700 home runs. One is Barry Bonds, one is Henry Aaron, and of course, Babe Ruth is the third. Now there is a guy closing in on it. His name is Albert Pujols, but he still has a long way to go. Definitely does, but uh, yeah, it's just crazy how we work. So Cardinals and Royals, both played yesterday. Were they doing the happy dance, too? No, the Cardinals weren't. They played down in Tampa, Florida. Actually, in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's Tampa Bay Rays, but it's the Tampa area. Anyway, that's beside the point. Tampa Bay completes a three-game sweep of the Cardinals. Beat the Redbirds 3-2 yesterday at Tropicana Field. And that doesn't really resonate very well. Lose three straight to it. It's a, it's a good team. Yeah, Tampa, Tampa Bay's, Bay's had a pretty good team last very years. young and a lot of the players, unless you follow it pretty closely, you've never heard of before. They don't have a number of big names. But uh, the kid who did their pitching yesterday, uh, Shane McClanahan, is a tremendous pitcher. And he shut down the Cardinals pretty well. And I said 3-2. to two. The final was 2-1 to one in favor of Tampa Bay. And the Cardinals had a chance. Had a runner on first base in the ninth inning with one out. And here's a double play. Don't you know that's just a, pil- a pitcher's dream when you have something like that? But anyway, it was a 2-1 to win for Tampa Bay, a sweep. And now the Cardinals come home, play the Cincinnati Reds. Royals, glory be, they have now won two in a row. Is that a streak? The, oh, yeah. Oh, my streak. God. Beat the Baltimore Orioles last night, 7-5. And they really have a chance to do well because Baltimore is not very good at all. And they're in Kansas City for the weekend as well. But a 7-5 win for Kansas City. Springfield Cardinals, not so lucky, but it's kind of a bittersweet game. Lose to the Midland Rockhounds 14 to 5, but Moises Gomez hit number 20. Now think about that. It's 20 home runs, leads the minor leagues, all the minor leagues in home runs. This guy's bashing the ball. Nobody had even ever heard of him before until he emerged this year as a big time hitter. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he moves up anytime soon. Good. But really, the Cardinals don't have uh, any problems when it comes to uh, scoring runs. It's pitching. It's pitching. So if you know any pitchers, um, Anyway, uh, in hockey, you've got the Avalanche, of course, that are going to be in the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Who are they going to face? Well, it is getting closer. It hasn't been officially decided yet, but last night at Madison Square Garden, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the defending Stanley Cup champions, beat the New York Rangers, beat them 3-1, to broke a 1-1 tie with about ooh, two or three minutes remaining in the game and then got an open net goal. So 3-1 was the final score, Tampa Bay, and now the series moves back to Tampa Bay and uh, a win for the Lightning, and then it's all over, and they'll place the uh, Colorado Avalanche for the championship. But that's what could happen. New York Rangers, have, they've, been, they've been gutsy out there playing. You can't tell 
what on earth is going to happen, and uh, any anything could. But right now, it looks like Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's uh, it's feeling like it's going to be Tampa Bay, and it kind of sucks because that means I'm going to have to root for Colorado, which I'm not <laughs> happy about either. All right, speaking of not being happy about having to root for a team in the finals, obviously I'm not happy about having to root for any kind of East Coast team, but uh, I am kind of rooting for the Celtics because my buddy's a Boston fan, so I'm just trying to look past the fact that they're from the East Coast. But... They lead the series two to one. Tip off tonight. If I'm gonna tell you right now, if it's a blowout in Golden State's favor, I'm bringing you an aluminum foil hat for Monday. And we're going to talk a little bit about conspiracy. Right? <laughs> Interesting thing about basketball, though, Mike, is it's a game of rhythm, and if Golden State gets into another hot streak, although interestingly enough, they have shot well for three quarters. And the fourth period has been an absolute disaster for them. 11 points the other night. And then the previous loss to the Boston Celtics, which was the first game of the series, I think they scored something like 16 in the fourth period, and Boston scored 40. So you look at that. What on earth is happening to this team in the fourth period? They they out of shape? Of course not. These are professional athletes. So you, that's really an indeterminate. It's more like a tightening of the defense and really a clamping down on what Golden State can do well, and that is shoot the long ball, the three-pointer. But over and above that, they tip it off tonight, 8 o'clock, and a win for the Boston Celtics, and things look pretty good. For the yeah, Green. if they can get that space, it'll look really good for my buddy. But, uh, yeah, I I know it's it might not be conditioning, but still, even these professional athletes playing four quarters against another guy that's just as big as you is going to gas you. I don't care who you are. <laughs> and so maybe that's what it is. They just hold on to that little extra gas and then – Flick on the nitro in the fourth and uh, put the hammer down. Hopefully they can do it again tonight, Ned. You have a great weekend, sir.